Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the, another What Are You Playing episode of Games My Mom Found for February 2022. I am Mike Elberton, and who's What Are You Playing with me tonight? Uh, Nate is playing. I am back. <laughs> Welcome back. After talking about Sonic Adventure 2. Enlightening minds about Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> A game that I, I, I want to go back to my old memory of it. <laughs> I still loved it. And I am Richard from the YouTube channel Rich Kale. Recommend you visit it. I'd greatly appreciate it. <laughs> I was going to say, did you forget your name? <laughs> <laughs> well, did, did Nathan say his last name there? In no, not everyone does. It's their choice. Well, I do. Just... <laughs> but also, if you Google my name, I pop up now. So I don't <laughs> want I don't want my enemies to know what I'm up to. <laughs> I want everyone to know what I do, but then again, I'm I've been top contemplating making a magnet sticking on the side of my car. Says game my mom found. Listen, oh nice, be nice. <laughs> oh my goodness! Someone at my work covered up a handicap like, sticker with their SoundCloud. <laughs> and I was like, that's courageous of you. <laughs> oh, my job handed me a magnet of like we're hiring. Put this on your car, and I'm just like. No, I don't know. <laughs> it's still sitting in my office. Like I'm like, I just don't know. <laughs> Where did you now hear said, about us? The my, the back of Mike Alberton's car. Now, if I said, call me for a tour, I'd put that big on my car. Yes. But that's not for hiring. I'm like, eh, whatever. But yeah. before we start this month, what are you playing? I have a very important thing to say first. I haven't had Little Caesars twice in this in the last two weeks for some unknown reason. But the reason I say that, because I have a joke. So I went to one. I did try. I tried the bat pizza. The bat pizza is, it's a calzone. It's okay. Was it worth the $6 I paid for it? Sure, I guess. <laughs> I didn't feel good afterwards, but it, it, it tasted good. And then my other, my other experience was I need to stock one of those. I went there today, and they give you, when you order online, they give you a QR code. So I go to the station, do, 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 do. I get my QR code. I, I scan it. Nothing happens. Okay. I type in the code it gives me. Nothing happens. I'm like, oh, hey, excuse me. The woman comes over. She's like, oh, I don't know. And then walks away. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> And then she goes and gets the manager and she helped me. She's like, yeah, because someone else had the same name as you, Mike. And I'm like thinking to myself, you think you would, I put in my last name too. You think you'd have a solution for this where, you know, it can handle more than one name of the same right. name. Apparently, nope. Yeah. So if you have a, okay, next so time I go you're there. thinking with pizza portals. Yep. Next time I go there, my name's going to be Yusuke. That's what I'm going to put in there. <laughs> and then this time there should be no other Yusuke's. <laughs> it's going to be what? Yusuke? Usagi, U-S-A-G-I, Usagi. It's a girl's name. Okay, but it's all I can think of at the moment. And uh, and when you get there, they're gonna say, you know, there was this giant, this dude that looked like a giant rabbit that just got pizza. (laughs) Yeah, it does mean money in Japanese too. (laughs) But okay, Nate, what's something you've been playing or watching you want to mention? Let's see, just a small indie game called Uncharted (laughs) Four. Indie as in Indiana Jones. Um, You're You're not wrong. (laughs) <laughs> I've been playing Uncharted 4 because uh, Horizon Forbidden West is not out yet, and I got the remastered versions on PlayStation 5 for 10 bucks, and that game is still really good. I, I love Uncharted 4. I haven't played it in a while, but I remember it being just awesome. It uh, it started out with me just like, oh, I want to, like, you know, I did the truck when you're hanging from the truck in Madagascar uh, through the city. I did that scene, and then I was like, I'm just going to replay the whole game. Like, this is, <laughs> it's such a good game. I was like, I just, I'm going to play it all, man. It is a good game. I haven't it's, played it in years. 
it still holds up, I'd say. It's really fun. Hearing you talk about it makes me uh, actually somewhat interested in getting it and seeing what the series is like. Maybe I will. First one is a little tough to go back to. <laughs> yeah. Even when so, it released, it was a little tough to go back to. It's, yeah, two and three are, two is really good. I unfortunately, when I, last time I played them, I played one, two, and three in a row, one after another. So by the time I got the three, I was like, fuck this. So my mindset wasn't in the right place for it. So I don't know mm. if it's actually a good game or not, because I wasn't, I was tired of Uncharted at that point. So, but don't play. Three is, three is good. I can, okay. I can say three is good. I didn't like it when it launched or when it released, because uh, I had also, like, I had just got a PS3 and I played one and two and then three released and I was kind of burnt out. But when I went back to it on the PS4 collection, I was like, oh yeah, this is a good game. Because there's a supernatural element in Uncharted 4, right? No. <laughs> okay. No, it's the, they, they got rid of that. They said no. Which, I love the uh, I love the supernatural. That was one thing I I loved about one, two, and three. Well, three oh, got see, that's that's something that I don't really like in those games because it's all like it's fun Indiana Jones adventures, and I know Indiana Jones has some supernatural stuff, but they always introduce the supernatural element in the third act, and it was mm-hmm. just like, oh, okay, well now I'm fighting, you know, souped up beefy boys. Maybe yeah. you should play Tomb Raider 2013. Then it's an earlier in the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, it did show up earlier in the game, but, you know, it's, you don't really get everybody buying it until later in the game. <laughs> but they they always go like, like, at least in my memories of Tomb Raider 2013 is they're like, oh, it's supernatural. But everyone was like, no, it's not <laughs> like it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. Uh, and then it's like, oh, yeah, I disagree. But I, I it's not as like big as it was like an Uncharted one or Uncharted two or three. Well, three is eh, I, three. I think it's just hallucinated drugs, but that's my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I think three was. Okay, I haven't played four in so long. I can't remember. I'm watching that chase right now, and God, does it look cool? <laughs> yeah, because you reminded me of it. Yeah, it's it's, it's really cool. It. I mean, I, I there's like nothing bad I can say about it. Like it's, <laughs> I it, I just play it and I have a smile on my face, and I'm like, this is a just just a fun game. Hey, that's that's one of the key things that a game should be. It should be fun keyword yeah they put it on the back of the box they said it's fun yeah well you know they're trying to sell it in that case (laughs) that wasn't the box that wasn't the back of the box of the pizza i just ate (laughs) (laughs) no the back of the box on well they they had it in the five print probably for the pizza you ate mike it was like warning you may (laughs) don't go anywhere (laughs) stay home warning (laughs) all right Um, what is something that you've been playing lately oh i've been playing a lot of stuff as, as you know i do I do all good bunch of games for my channel, and uh, let's see. I was picking up a little earlier this week on Outlast. I do those like in small, like half hour doses. How is Outlast? Uh, the first one, I'm finding it fun. It's uh, terrifying. Definitely, yeah. It, it does have its terrifying moments, but of the disturbing stuff that they end up putting in the ne- the DLC and in the second one. I think Outlast is the only one I'll be able to handle. <laughs> I've seen people play through it. I never played it. I've never touched it. I kind of want to, but I don't like horror games, so I might probably stay away from it. Well, when I, I first heard of it, I my computer couldn't play it. And uh, once I had a computer that could play it, I'm like, I'm going to get this. I'm going to give it a go. I even said to my brother-in-law a few years ago, this is actually a tempting reason for me to get the Switch if they're putting it on the Switch. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I 
can't imagine playing this on the Switch somewhere, sitting in an airport. He's <laughs> like, oh my god! Like, oh, sorry guys, sorry. Well, that's what they're doing it. But, I mean, it's a fun, it's an interesting experience. It really does rely on, I mean, you can't fight back. You can't fight back. You really are playing a stealth game. And I have to admit, I even said to my daughter, there's some humorous moments in it. I mean, when you're, the naked twins are coming upon you, one from one direction, one from the other one, you have only one way to escape, and it's to jump through a window. And these guys, they're naked, but they sound so sophisticated, intelligent. Yeah, they're psychopathic. You jump out the window. He just disappeared into thin air. We have no idea where he has gone. Yeah, and no, I'm like, they're not gonna, they're not gonna chase you. They're naked, you know. It's <laughs> public indecency. <laughs> well, they're all in an asylum anyhow. <laughs> they have morals. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. Maybe one day I'll finally play it, but nah, I'm probably good. Yeah, yeah, it's. I played that on PS4 because it was a, a PS Plus game, and I played about like three to four hours of it before I just like got bored of the formula. It was pretty creepy and scary. And then uh, when Outlast 2 came out, I was interested in that. And uh, when that came free on PS Plus, I loaded that up and I played like 30 minutes of it. I said, no, this is way too intense for me. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I could believe that. I've also been like working through some older stuff too. I mean, I'm working my, well, Somewhat old, somewhat new. Abe's Odyssey, new and tasty. I've been working my way through. Oh, that's, I, that's not I, that old. Well, this, the new and tasty is a nice remake of it. I mean, I remember seeing the intro to Abe's Odyssey on MTV's Liquid Television. And that what? was out in like late 90s. So, <laughs> What is Liquid Television? I don't know. Uh, it was a MTV show where they highlighted animated stuff. Mm. Huh, okay. One of the more memorable things that came out of MTV's Liquid Television was Aeon Flux. Oh, okay. Ah, the Charlie Theron movie. Yeah, there was a show for when it became a movie. <laughs> I think it was comic too. Mm, much better as the cartoon, I think. <laughs> I liked that movie when I saw it. I've never but, seen it. <laughs> I don't think I ever need to see it. I was like, I was a teenager at the time when it came out, and I, and I remember I saw it in theaters, and I thought she was hot, and I liked it because of that. But I'm pretty sure I don't need to see it again. So. Yeah. <laughs> We'll just I take started, that memory and keep it. I also started working on Indiana Jones and the Infernal Machine. That's a good game. You know, now I have now I have met three people that like that game. And I That's a that's a true indie game right there. Yeah, I'm just starting it, and this is one that really did use the mechanics for like Tomb Raider. But right now I am Is it on PC? What you're playing? Yeah. Okay, because that's a 64 game. Yeah, it was also on N64. It was also on PC. I had the 64 copy. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm finding uh, some things, and I've just only played the first level of it, so I'm still, you know, getting into the game. I mean, I'm also working through Whispers of a Machine, which is a fun little game to play. What's that? In a future world where AI is outlawed, banned, uh, you have cops with cybernetic enhancements in them and one gets called to this town this city because they've had a murder and he'll oh, say it you it's a combination of sci- uh, sci-fi mystery it's a point and click game it looks yeah. like okay oh, yeah very interesting very nice because you... your choices do affect how you play the game that's cool when did this come out when i think uh 2017 i think okay. i'm not looking it up right now <laughs> But I thought I thought 
Mike said it was a point and click, so I was thinking yeah. it was like an old adventure game, and I was like, oh, that's oh, no, cool no. that they still, there's, included there's, choice and stuff. 2019. Okay, yeah, it was a lot sooner, a lot earlier, uh, later than I thought there. <laughs> but no, I mean, I'm also, you want me to talk old? I'm also playing Zork, uh, Beyond Zork. Cause I Is just that a really old game? Yeah, that's an old one. That's text adventure. Literal text adventure. I'm good. <laughs> Is that <laughs> enjoyable? Yeah, the uh, Zork series did rely, they did have some randomness in it, but they do rely on more reading and letting you imagine the world. And they gave right. us one of those unique staples. They had a brilliant way for to keep you from wandering around in the dark. They invented the Gru, a creature that lurks in the darkness and eats stupid adventurers who wander around in the darkness. Or anyone well, stupid would want okay. enough to win. It's like, it is pitch black. You are likely to be eaten by, by a Gru. Yeah, right. North, you have been eaten by a group. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. I, I, I do have fit. one I game also. I want to mention that I did play. I, everything I play is for the show. This is for the show, too, but I did an interview. I played a game that just came out on Steam called Capia. Oh, yes, I heard that was coming out, that came out. It's, it's pretty good. For a guy who doesn't like adventure games, I actually had a really, I had a fun time with it. I cheated, of course, because I had to use YouTube videos because I couldn't figure out puzzles because my brain don't work apparently <laughs> but it was a it's a really cool adventure game like it feels like something made from the night i mean the graphics feel like you know it's just a good style for today but it feels like something from the, the 90s type adventure game but without making you not i mean it gives you hints i mean it, it holds your hand enough if you can't figure things out but it was a very interesting like three hour experience oh, i really enjoyed it took you three out uh, three hours to play through the whole thing it took something about that yeah maybe i'll look into getting that soon it's worth it I and mean, you support a cool developer so yeah, is that only on Steam, or is that available elsewhere? Uh, Steam and GOG. Okay. Because it's just made by two people. Right. A couple in that yeah. live in Europe who made it. Yeah, I heard her I heard her in your interview with her. Yeah, she's pretty cool. And it's a, it's a unique little game. It was a very interesting take on post-apocalyptic that's not as violent and deadly as you normally have in post-apocalyptic. It's kind of like more happy in a way. But still terrible. I mean, it was it was it's an interesting way they do it. I know it doesn't definitely, but it's a it's not as like you have like where people are part machines where you have people that have like robotic arms and stuff. Like the main character is missing her arm, so she has a a robot arm essentially. I mean, just little things like that. But it it, it was actually I, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it's a cool game. There's a lot of lore in there if you want to search it. But if you don't, you can just go right through the game and enjoy it too. But yeah, it's something definitely worth playing if you like that old style. Well, I I know it. I'll be if I when I get it, I'll be searching for the lore. I know you don't like to search for the lore. No, I did, but <laughs> only Dark Souls. <laughs> I love I love lore and Dark Souls, but that was a different time. Yeah, well, and and I and I'm thinking about how I'm when we we this is going to be out after the Tomb Raider two, 2013, right? No, this comes out in two days. Oh, this comes out today. Two days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we were recording. For that, t- t- well, you already announced Tomb Raider 2013. Yeah, sir. but I mean, I'm the one who played through it for the first time, and I'm giving, I'm reciting things that the, the you and and Cody were like, really, that was in there. <laughs> I play games fast. What can I say? Yeah, and you miss some of the good stuff when you play games fast. No, I know. There's no <laughs> there. missing Come the on. T-Rex in t- Tomb Raider 2. The two T-Rexes. Someday I'll play another Tomb Raider, but not that one. That's for sure. <laughs> hey, anything else you've been playing you want to mention? Yeah. So I just, uh, I've been slowly playing through every single mainline Final Fantasy game. Oh, not what I thought you were going to say. Oh, what did you think I was going to say? Sonic. 
Oh, <laughs> no, I sped through those. <laughs> and I just finished uh, Final Fantasy twelve the other day. And nice. it is nice. It is a good game. I can't tell you exactly what happened in the plot because it doesn't help that like all of the judge magisters wear the same costume. And, and like I never know, like unless guy. they specifically say Judge Gabranth. Like, I don't know which judge it is. Like, you know. <laughs> But I give you props uh, for finishing it. It's really good. I really like I I super got into the combat uh, of it, of just like setting up the different gambits and just doing all the hunts that you can do with that. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I super got into that and I still have it installed because I'm like, I want to go and do some of those <laughs> like end game hunts. Like, you know, let me take my best gear and stuff. Oh, and, what uh, version the, did you play? The PS4 version. OK, yeah which has like it's called trial mode and it's like it's basically different combat encounters and i think it goes up to like a hundred different combat encounters and like you know you can like refight bosses there and like steal weapons from them that you can take into like the main game too so i'll probably kind of dink around with that and then eventually start final fantasy 13 but i'm also like cautiously hesitating to start final fantasy 13 13 is not that bad like people say I, I enjoy 13. Okay. I just am. I don't want to start playing on my PS3 because I have this weird feeling that this year Square is going to be like, hey, the Final Fantasy 13 trilogy is now playable on like PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, you're right. That could happen. <laughs> like, that could happen yeah. <laughs> I'm 30 hours into it on my PS3, though. <laughs> like, this sucks. Okay, so. I, I understand now. You know, have you played the, the old ones already? Like six and five or four? Oh, yeah, I've played. Okay. Uh, yeah, I played all of those in 2020. And then 2021, I went through seven through ten. Okay. And I I bailed on ten, too. I wasn't feeling that one. Twelve the first... is the only main one besides ten, two that I've never beaten. But I bought it release day. And just I don't know. I didn't play it. And I still have yet to play it. Gathering uh, dust on your shelf, huh? Yes. <laughs> I, I have a PS2 copy, a PS2 steelbook copy. Same. That I found for like five bucks. Okay, mine and, was not. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but uh, if when that Zodiac Age Remaster one goes on sale, I recommend you pick that one up because I want. Oh, to I see. have it. Oh, good. It's really <laughs> just. It it. You, yeah. You remind me, I I should get. Back, I gotta play a little bit more of Final Fantasy VII, the original. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I also hot take of the first seven Final Fantasy <laughs> games. I've there are two I've not beaten. Which two? Three and seven. Seven, I got close to the end of many, many, many moons ago. Back when game. dial-up ruled the earth. <laughs> Three, okay, I take it back. Three's another one I never played really well, at all, either. It was only released in America on the DS. Which I Yeah, and PSP. And then they, there's a version on Steam as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the Pixel Remaster, so. Yeah, I just have to take time to play. I got it. It was my Christmas gift it was the second best Christmas gift I got in 2006. What was the first one? My daughter. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> she was born like on uh, the 21st. You sound like my father. My father always say the same thing because his daughter was born two days af- before, his, two days after his birthday or two before his birthday, something like that. So he always said that too. So. Hey, that was the best Christmas my my late wife and I ever had, in my opinion, because for one year, one year. We didn't run around to every Christmas gathering. <laughs> Everybody came to us. Hell yeah. 
So that is, that's a definite plus. But I've also been indulging, I got this couple, like last year, I think it came out, the Saga Collection on on Switch. And What's those were like, that? that is, they're known as, uh, they were known as Saga over in Japan. We knew them over here in America as Final oh. Fantasy Legend, Final Fantasy Legend 2, Final Fantasy Legend okay. 3. And I'll be honest, the second game is my most favorite of the three. I just actually finished playing through Final Fantasy Legend 1 and started Final Fantasy Legend 2 again. So you just yeah. got done beating the first Seek and Detsu game, and now you're playing the first Saga, the first saga game. No. No, 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 no. So let me, uh, Final Fantasy is it? Final Fantasy Adventure is actually was actually a saga game. No, or not saga. Fantasy, uh, it was it was the other one you mentioned. Second Death Second Death Two. I also want should get back to playing starting up Secret of Mana. I mm-hmm. sort of got away from it when I started having the Joy-Con drift issues. That's understandable. I beat also on the uh, Switch. I beat Metroid Dread. How I really want to pick that up. Best, you best should. game of 2021. I mean, especially when I heard they have an easy difficulty, I'm like, oh, sign me up now. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm like, I'm really glad they added that because I I like super just want everyone to play Metroid Dread because I want more Metroid games. But like, well, I, I, I sincerely think Metroid Dread is like one of the best games Nintendo has put out in quite some time. Yeah, and okay. I literally played this like any Metroid Dread should be truly experienced i am basically working my i worked my way through it without looking anything up using the hints and things in the game to figure out what to do and while i didn't get everything because i hate some of those shine spark puzzles they design i did beat the game pretty much only looking very little up on it okay and i'm actually very proud of that i i can't do whenever i play any metroidvania game it doesn't matter what game it is. I go to FedEx, print a map, <laughs> laminate a map, and then go home and play the game with a map every time. That's smart. Well, they, did, did you know, Mike, that they put the maps in the game? But my map has all the, where all the secrets are that don't oh, show I on the game. True. I guess that's true. I was it's like, just, you don't have to do that anymore, man. They got it right there. No, I have a collection yeah. of it, though. That, I mean, it's kind of become a collection now where it's like my trophy for playing the Metroidvania game to have a map of it printed and laminated. <laughs> That is pretty cool. Even yeah. I have Metroid Fusion. I have Metroid Zero Mission. Metroid Prime, which doesn't look that cool. One of the <laughs> Castlevania Prime's map, huh? Because yeah. it has like Prime's 3D style map. Oh uh, no, they they flatten it. Oh okay. It's really hard to look at though. I mean, I could grab, but then I'd have to get up, and I don't want to do that. So. I if I want to look at my at maps of that game, I've still got the guides floating around here. Yeah, part of it was I I used to work at FedEx, so I could just go and go print it at work and get a discount, but. On my last day there, I printed a map. I think it was for Metroid 2, Samus Returns. Or Prime, I can't remember one of those. But I did, I Metroid Samus Returns also map. So yeah, now it's just become a thing where every time I play Metroidvania, I make a map. Well, I think the first Metroid game I had was like Metroid 2 on the original Game Boy. Mapping can help you. Ul- can't see. <laughs> well, I don't have... I, I actually I got it, had it in the Nintendo Power Magazine, and they only gave you like the first three levels. And just a basic map of all the other levels, not showing you where things go or where things are. So I have that marked up where everything is. And I'm like, I was just exploring with that one because that one was mostly straightforward. I I tried to play that on the 3DS and it is just, I do not have a good time, a good time with it. With Samus Returns? No, like the OG Metroid 2. Oh, Uh, yeah, that's understandable. 
And then they put out Samus Returns, and I was like, thank God. Samus Returns <laughs> is a good game. It is. Yeah. It's just, it is. I'm it gets a, very hard. They didn't that, need to. I, I understand why, in some ways, why they did it. It sort of gives more of an impression of how Ridley knew the baby Metroid was taken to the station. Yeah, but Ridley's just. Yeah. He didn't need. He didn't need to be there. No, it was it was shoehorned in. I mean, oh. uh, Metroid Two yeah. had the rare distinction of being the only game without uh, the only main Metroid. Well, <laughs> probably only Metroid game to be honest. No, in the, in the in the general timeline, Metroid Two initially didn't have a Ridley battle. Yeah, and Metroid Prime Two he's in there. Echoes. Oh, no, two. he's Echoes. not. Okay, you're right. I I've never played Echoes though. It's on my list. Echoes it was a, is good. It's a, yeah, it's a good game. Uh, Nate, anything else you've been playing? Yes. Monster Hunter Rise on the Nintendo Switch. I got that yesterday. And oh. <laughs> I've I put in I'm off I was off today and I put in like three hours. I just sat down and I just <laughs> played Monster Hunter Rise. And I texted my brother because he he wanted someone to play it with him, so he bought it for me because he's a very nice brother. A shout outs <laughs> to my brother. And I said Fuck. I was like, these <laughs> games are so good. And I hate them because, uh, like, I get into them and then I'm like, nothing else exists. Like, I need yeah. to play more Monster Hunter. I and, have uh, never played a Monster Hunter game before. Um, I would recommend I have tried, like, I tried getting into three when I was on the Wii U. And then I tried doing <laughs> four and Generations on the 3DS, but they are not comfortable on the 3DS. Um, I would recommend World. That was my first Monster Hunter game, and that is a very fun game. That was for PS4, right? Yes, PS4, okay. Xbox One, and PC. And Rise actually, on the show. Rise actually just came out on PC this year. Okay. So, yeah, you don't need a Nintendo Switch. If you don't have one, you can play it on Steam. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It is a very good podcast game, or just like, you know, I turn on, a, I've been just listening to YouTube videos in the background while just fighting the same two, three star level monsters and getting cool gear. It looks really, I mean, I have been very interested in the series for a long time. I just never <coughs> bothered to dive in yet. Yeah, it's, I, I think, like, World did a really good job of onboarding new players, or like new, yeah, new players, like people who had never played a Monster Hunter game before. And I think Rise does it even better so far of what I've played. Like, the first couple missions you do, you're not even really fighting monsters. You're just like, they're like, oh, go find ten mushrooms and just bring them back. Oh, that's cool. Like, the kind yeah, of... and it's like, oh, yeah, I can do that. Like, you I, know, I know it's you very combat mess heavy. around. Yeah, like, you can kind of mess around with the combat with, like, the smaller monsters. And then it's not like... You have to do like three or four of those quests before they're like, oh, shit, there's this big monster like, you know, stopping our food supplies. Go take care of it. And you're like, ah, okay, this is the meat of the game. (laughs) And yeah, it's it also just feels it feels like really good to play. Like you got wire bugs. So like if uh, a monster knocks you back, you can hit uh, ZL and B and you can like shoot up into the air and just get right back into the battle or like. Like the climbing has always been kind of limited from my understanding. And like with wire bugs, you can like zip up to like, you know, if there's like a cliff that you can't quite reach, you can just like zip up there and get there faster than having to go around the whole map. So I've been having a lot of fun with it. Okay. You got my, it got my attention. It looks, it sounds cool. It is. It is pretty cool so far. <laughs> I'm actually hoping that uh, him and I can do some hunts this week. 
Wish you good luck on that. Thanks. Me too. Because like, <laughs> I never, I never beat World. I fell off about halfway through. Oh, so yeah. I have a really hard time falling off a game because I just I force myself to finish games. I used to be like that, but like with Dishonored Two, around Dishonored Two when that launched, which I really enjoyed. But like at the time, I was just like playing Overwatch every single night with a group of oh. buddies. Mm. They, I was just like, you know what? I don't need to be every game that I buy. You know, like if I just stop enjoying it, I just can be like, yep, that was good. That was it. You know, <laughs> that's that a good thing. I mean, mine's not the healthiest. I just well, part of <laughs> everything I play is for the show. So I want to finish right. everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you you have a purpose for it. <laughs> so I didn't finish. I did. Oh, I didn't mention this, but I I can mention our game that I played. I was playing Final Fantasy VI T Edition over this past Ooh. month, which I it's a ROM hack of Final Fantasy VI for Super Nintendo or Final Fantasy III. But they completely change so many things. They take the same game, but they add new secret bosses, new super bosses. They add little quests where you go to a pub and the guy's like, "Oh, hey." This mine is full of monsters. Go kill them. You go in there and fight monsters that you do a little quest and then you get an item or some relic. You enemies drop relic. You have new just you have new costumes for all your characters and they get different costumes that change their job classes. It's really, really cool. It's also really hard. And I actually had to play with strategy for the first time in six. I mean, I played six back and forth years. Like I don't need to I don't need to do strategy. Just attack, attack, attack. I know exactly what to do. And the game actually kicked my ass a couple of times. I'm like, this is new. <laughs> is is the final boss still uh, Kefka? Yes, but then you unlock new areas. You also unlock achievements, too. I, I have to uh. say, I first played through 6 back in 2020, and uh, that game is just, I mean, it's phenomenal. Like, the, yeah, it's, the opera the, scene, I was like, holy <laughs> lord, this is amazing. Like The T-Edition, might even though it's a ROM hack, it might it's better than the GBA version, in my opinion, what I played. Is just really? the extra stuff he add they added. I mean, again, it's all ROM hack, but the fact like I haven't even gotten to the meat of the ROM hack where oh, also the espers you get, you don't get all the same espers. I mean, they're mostly the same, but they teach different spells. Spells are different relics and items can teach you spells more than in the regular game. Uh, like Terra and Celeste learn Fire Three and Ice Three or Fire Gun and Blizzard go way way earlier, which is actually useful. He added new <laughs> boss fights in the game. Like he added where you fight Gilgamesh a couple different times throughout the game in World of Battles. Oh. He That's shows cool. up. You fight Kifka on the floating continent when Celeste stabs him. You actually fight Kifka there, like you probably should have. Just like um, when you get Esperance. Is, is the story relatively the same? Or? It's the same. He just added oh, stuff nice. around it. That's pretty cool. So it actually fits in. He extended a couple scenes. Like there's this, you know, the, the famous scene where you're going to go to Thamza and then you go in the boat and you go to, before you go in the boat, you see Celeste at night. It's a little bit longer how, how he talks to Celeste. Little things like mm. that that the guy added. And it's just like, this is a great game. Like, I mean, the game's already amazing, but this version of it is actually really good. I highly recommend it, but it is way more challenging than you're used to. So you actually have to level up and play smarter. So, but I really sounds, like it. Definitely sounds interesting. I, I need to get back to it, but I just eh, been busy and I haven't felt like playing it. And you're not playing that for the show, are you? You're just of playing course that I for am. fun. Oh, <laughs> well, I was playing it for fun, but also the idea of it was to be that if I finish, it, it'll just be a solo thing where I just record about it if I can finish it. Okay. <laughs> but, I know you also talked about an idea of comparing the three releases of Metroid 2. Yes, someday. I, I want to play the other ones, but I haven't gotten around to that yet either. Yeah, someday. I, I do. I do recommend if you know where to find it. Oh, I have it uh, on my computer. Okay. I have AM2 on my computer. <laughs> Okay, good. <laughs> I do recommend playing that. That is 
Nintendo, don't listen. Close your ears, please. <laughs> I think it's pretty much spread around YouTube and the internet that AM, AM2R was a decent, very decent remake. Nintendo can't be upset. I bought Metroid Retur- Samus Returns for 3DS brand new. So they got well, it's, it's my opinion that the only... It's my opinion that the only reason they uh, shut it down was because they had started work on yeah. Samus Returns. Like I feel oh, like yeah, if they no had out. They did that. Like There's I know, no I know. People go are like, oh, Nintendo just goes after a lot of people, I mean, you do. know, or like you know, for fan remakes, which they do. But also, like I feel like they probably would have just left AM2R alone. <laughs> I mean, again, if, if you're gonna make a fan remake, put, don't announce anything till you're done. Right. Just be quiet. Just, no, he was working on it for like ten years. Yeah, but you just you have to stay quiet. Hmm. You can't voice what you're doing or post it until you're finished. Or just and, like Nintendo with like the Mario community with like Mario ROM hacks, like they're oh yeah. Like I haven't heard of any ROM hacks being taken down. So just be like, this is a ROM hack of Metroid Two. <laughs> it's like oh, it's just a remake. With don't tell Nintendo. Yeah, it was it was done with the the super like. It was done with the Super Metroid 3 type engine. Right. And that's all that I've been playing for games. I have some TV shows, but do we have any more games you still want to mention? Well, I just started Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild again. I can I never got to beating it, and now I'm actually going to take time, especially after playing Tomb Raider 2013 and seeing how much fun and something like that can be. I uh, should. My wife gives me so much shit about Breath of the Wild because I bought it the day it came out for Wii U, and I still have yet to get anywhere in that game. I, I, what's funny is, is, uh, Nintendo just announced today that as of March, 2023, they're shutting down the eShop for the 3DS and the Wii U. And you can look back on your stats. And uh, apparently I put 71 hours into Breath of the Wild on the Wii U. And then I bought it again, like the day I got a Nintendo Switch. (laughs) So, and I put like, I played that one a lot too, but. (laughs) I want to buy it for Switch, but I'm waiting for that $20 mark when they do the greatest. never. It's never gonna happen. It's never gonna hit it. I got. I think I got it from fifty from Target, like because I had sold my copy. Well, and then I rebought it again, like in twenty nineteen. I think it was because I was just like, I miss it, and I got it for fifty. Well, maybe in about two three years, a used copy might be twenty. Yeah, nice. I I don't think so. <laughs> if, well, I mean, my whole thing Donkey is Kong Tropical Freeze for the Nintendo Switch is still sixty dollars in the year of our Lord twenty twenty two. One day going down to other ways. That's all I look at. Oh, are you creating a ROM hack? Hmm? (laughs) (laughs) Sure, that's all I'll play. I will I do want to buy Metroid Dread though. Like that once I heard they made the easy mode, I was like, hmm. Yeah. I also Oh good. Yeah, I also started I would also been working my way through Shadow uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. I really want to play that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you will someday. Oh May. Yeah. As long as everything goes right, I'll be playing it in May, finally. I did not like that one, and it's for real petty stuff. But you like as... games in snow where you get to, you know, put equipment together and make new weapons. Maybe you don't make new weapons in that game. I, I mean, I would have liked it, but yeah, well, you the improve weapons. <laughs> the the AK forty seven in that game, like all of the gunshots in that game, sound like they I'm firing them in a in the Grand Canyon. They are so <laughs> echoey. And it has bothered me ever since I I first played it that I could like I cannot bring myself to play that game because I'm like, yeah, when I shoot this gun, even though I'm in an enclosed building, 
it just echoes for like ages and it just bothers me. Okay. You weren't wrong. That was petty. Okay. And no, it is petty. Like I totally agree. Like I enjoyed what I, I had played of the game, but I was like, I really just don't want to fire a gun because like it is the sound design is not good. Does it have the bow still? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like there is a lot of, I'm not very good at stealth stuff. So oh, yeah, I still use the bow even when I'm not in stealth. Oh, I sh- I like using the bow because it's all it's the, the quietest of the weapons, and when you can see which enemies you can take out without alerting the others, like thunk, headshot. I just really like bows, I guess. Twenty thirteen was like the year of the bow. Yeah, in it video was. games like Crisis um, Two, right? There may be uh, another reason three. for that. Okay, Let's see. But yeah, there were a bunch of games with bows in twenty thirteen. I do remember that. Last I, of Us had a had a bow. God, I haven't played Last of Us in so long. I erased it from my memory, mostly. That's a you mentioned there, happy post apocalyptic. There is a good game. reason why yeah. 2012 was, 2013 and 2012 and 2013 were the year of the bow. Why is that? No idea Hunger where you're going. Games. With oh, is, Hunger Games. Oh, that caused a remarkable rise in the interest of archery. I watched. I actually watched all three of those movies not that long ago, or all four of them. They're okay. I've never watched the movies, but I've listened to the audio books. I've read the books. She wrote two great. She wrote two great books, and that's it. <laughs> that's all I can. Well, technically, there's now a fourth book, which is sort of a prequel. Third book was garbage. I'm I'm good after that. I don't like Mockingjay. Mm. Well, speaking... like I said, I listened to the audio books, so you know, <laughs> it's an interesting thing to listen to audio books. <laughs> I can't. But I but I have been watching a few different shows. One I don't know it wasn't my it wasn't my choice exactly, but I wanted to watch anyway. We started I, me and my wife started watching Sailor Moon Crystal season one. Oh. Man, I like Sailor Moon. It's Crystal's really good. It's pretty much like because anyone anyone's watched Sailor Moon, the original show is like over two hundred episodes because it's old anime, so there's tons of filler for no reason. But this is oh, there is a reason. Yeah, but not a good reason. <laughs> they didn't have the manga. <laughs> And they need to just—it's like each season's thirteen episodes, but there's no theme song. It does not have the same theme. I mean, there's a theme song, but not the theme song when it starts. There's no (laughs) fighting evil by moonlight, winning love by daylight. But it's really, really good. It's a very condensed version of Sailor Moon season, however, of the of the original show, and it's really damn good. Like I, I really enjoyed season one of what I watched. It's on Netflix, the whole series, all three seasons and the movie. So go watch it. I think my daughter might have already watched it. <laughs> it's, it's good. I'm not a big Sailor Moon fan, so I'll pass. Thanks. <laughs> I am because it was on TV when I was young, and I remember watching a whole bunch. And then one of my first girlfriends was big into it, and she got me into it. And it's been 20-some years since then, and I'm still into it. So <laughs> not that year long, but it's been a while. <laughs> but uh, anything else you guys been playing or watching, Rich, you want to mention? Well, I... I've been watching, like, start getting into watching Unsolved Mysteries again, though. My late wife won Christmas. I think it was Christmas. Yeah. She got me a collection of the Robert Stack Unsolved Mystery episodes, the ghost stories, where they would talk about the various haunted things. I've been going through that at night. It's a good time to watch those. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> well, they're not necessarily scary. Been watching them by candlelight. <laughs> <laughs> and You've got a room in the background, moving scary. around, hitting things. Let me. If, if Some I may, of them aren't scary. If I may interject, I saw one is a young child that was about a. Uh, they were talking about 
it was either a couple or just one one guy visiting oh he was visiting somewhere and he was staying in a hotel and the elevator took him to hell <laughs> and he and that has always stuck in my mind and anytime i enter an elevator i get and granted it's not that scary now that i think about it you know it's actually kind of silly to be kind of freaked out by this but anytime i enter an elevator and i hit the down button i get this little doubt in my mind and i'm like what if this is the elevator that takes you down <laughs> like <laughs> now i was just watching one where they they talked about the ghosts in gaysburg and that's sort of one of the oh. ghosts in gaysburg where they mm. the two two ladies in the was now like a school building took the elevator down a college school building and it opened up, and they were like at a Civil War infirmary. That would freak me the hell out. Mm. I mean, I'm. There are some that are scary. There's some that are actually pretty nice. Uh, ghost that's a matchmaker is one of the stories. <laughs> also, a ghost who visits his daughter for a letter for his wife's 80th birthday. I think there was one that stuck with me about a guy that was driving down the street to go to something, and he saw a girl. And picked her up, and she was ice cold or something. He took her nope. to a, a a dance, and she got off, and then realized she wasn't alive. Nope. Sounds like, like Resurrection that. Mary. Yeah, I, I used I to be really a... into. I used to watch a lot of unsolved mysteries, but it did creep me out. So I, I I'm good. I have. So a... I understand, Nate. It scared. It, it freaked me out too when I was a kid. My dad was showing it to me. I'm like, you know, looking back, like, why are you watching this? <laughs> but <laughs> I've also uh, started watching cartoon I used to watch when I was in middle school, Silverhawks. I had picked I that, that up on. I had picked that up on uh, Amazon uh, shortly after my wife passed away. I also bought a DVD set that was bootleg. I mean, I could tell it was bootleg because it was recorded off Cartoon Network with all the. Oh, Cartoon that's a little Network. different. <laughs> yeah, so <sighs> I could tell that was a bootleg copy. I just found out my Cowboy Bebop, Outlaw Star, and Chibits I all bought from this 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 store when I, in like 2006 are all bootleg. I just found that out recently. <laughs> they look real. I mean, everything looks good, but we were, we were Googling Cowboy Bebop, like the collection at one point, and we found out that, hey, if yours doesn't include the soundtrack and this and that, like, yeah, it's bootleg. We looked it up like, oh, we got a Chinese bootleg. Yeah. yeah. It's actually, I, I do it part because I just need a refresher and some jumpstart ideas for the Silverhawks fic I'm writing as well. But it's also nice because you could, when you look at where some of the people are that you used to work on that show i mean i don't know did you ever watch friends yes yes <laughs> okay one girlfriend i think chandler had that doesn't narrow it down that well i i, I it's like the, it's like, the janice that's the name <laughs> well both steelheart and melodia on silverhawks was voiced by her mm. they both sound terrible just like she does in that show no no okay and that's why um, chandler liked her <laughs> Well, Chandler was an idiot. So. I mean, it just shows the range. Like, uh, Steelheart has a soft, commanding voice. Melodia is very screechy-like voice. She's good at that. And Mike, if, can you insert Janice's laugh? <laughs> uh, I could, yes. If I, <laughs> I can't do it. I was actually surprised one year because uh, when Emma was little, we would... Part of our usual nighttime ritual with her would be to take her up. I, one of us would take her up to our bedroom, put a DVD in our DVD player, and Emma would watch it, and I'd watch it with 
we'd watch her with her and she'd fall asleep eventually. And one of them was actually Barbie of Swan Lake. And I was, and when I heard, I think it's Odette, I think that was the character's name. I heard her voice and I'm like, oh my God, that's, that's Melodia. Oh, and for some reason, a bunch of it is on YouTube. Not full episode, but you can watch three minute clips of different episodes on YouTube. Hmm. Yeah, I have I got off I have it on Amazon Prime. <laughs> That's a lot better than YouTube, but I would it surprise me something what's on YouTube when I look. It doesn't surprise me. I've been I think like last night today I started like picking through and looking into this villainous series, which kind of looks kind of uh, funny. The Disney the Disney show? No, 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 no. Oh. This is uh, on Cartoon Network. I was going to say my my niece is obsessed with the Disney one. All oh, the Descendants? Yeah. Uh, Yes, that's what it's called. I want the to watch that is for different. Some yeah, that, <laughs> oh, please. Emma got into that big time. She was a curious. major league descender. <laughs> oh, and Nate, anything you've been watching you want to mention? Uh, yeah, we've been watching a few shows. My wife and I have been watching Next Level Chef. It's a cooking <laughs> competition with a Sir Gordon Ramsay and Richard Blaze. And oh my God, I just blanked on her name. I think it's Naisha. Currington apologies I'll look it up here shortly but uh it's it's pretty interesting it's like three different levels and the chefs have to like you know like uh the basement has like the worst cooking tools so like dole blades and stuff <laughs> and, like the middle kitchen is like kind of your normal standard kitchen and then the top kitchen is like really good cooking equipment and like one thing that I've always noticed is like as the episodes go on Richard Blaze's eyes he just looks like the tiredest he's ever been in his entire life. And I'm just like, take a nap, man. Like, it's all right, dude. You can sleep. <laughs> it's like we filmed three of these episodes in a day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but uh, it's it's good. It's fun. Uh, just nothing television, I guess. Uh, and then we've also been watching uh, How I Met Your Father, which is like the spiritual successor to How I Met Your Mother, which is okay. It looks odd. It's... <sighs> I the first episode is very rough, but the following episodes, like I've enjoyed them, but they're not as like memorable or quotable as like, you know, how I met your mother, which is to be expected. But like there's there's been some good good jokes in there that I've laughed at. How I met your mother was really good. It was. And I will uh I will fight anyone on that last season because <laughs> I I, uh, I thought I, the season finale was well done. <laughs> if I've watched some episodes of How I Met Your Mother. My wife was more into it than I was. Although I have to admit, I do find the idea of the slap bet funny. Slap bet's good. I mean, the the end. My my biggest issue with the end, without spoiling it too much, is just the fact that it's sad. Yeah, I, I mean, didn't like that, and that's my biggest issue with the show. I yeah, th- and they also had to. They had that end ready for whatever season they were going to have to put it in. Yeah. Oh, they said they filmed they filmed the like the final few scenes with the kids back in like season one. Like they had to. They yeah, they had like everything. I mean, they at least had the ending planned out as to like, you know, how it was going to end, which is just to be able, I think, to be able to do that. And I mean, it went on for a while, but, you know, like to be able to still kind of finish the series in the way that you intended to without you know having to really compromise because it would have i feel like it would have just been super easy to just be like oh and they lived happily ever after but 
I like okay. that. I like that series ending because it's like life is not that clean cut or yeah. easy. Like you know, and I think that that's something that like you know, media should be a little more courageous to try and do versus like you know trying to be like oh everything is peachy keen where it's like yeah sometimes there yeah. is no there is no right answer you know you no, just yeah, have to live learning. life and go on and like right, yeah that's a good that's a good lesson you're completely right and maybe maybe they should have filmed maybe a few different options <laughs> like i mean clue? let's face it <laughs> different <Yeah>. endings <laughs> yeah and that way i mean nine seasons just to have him finally end up with Robin. Spoiler. It's fine. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's that's where the whole like you know that life doesn't have. There's not a good answer. Like there's not. It's not as yeah. clear cut as like oh this was my soulmate. You know where Tracy could have. We are going on a tangent, but you know where Tracy you yeah. know was Ted's soulmate, but unfortunately you know life happened and who the you know it's not like that's something that he planned on. Who the hell is Tracy again? That's the mom. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which wow. there is uh when that when this when the when the show finished I started rewatching it immediately because I was like I, I want to go through it again now that I know like the mother and like kind of see what clues they had put out. And in one of the season 1 episodes, uh Ted is talking about how uh, I think it's a the Thanksgiving episode. He's talking about how him and Barney went like Barney took him to a strip club and uh he's talking to a stripper. And, you know, he asks her what her name is, and she says, Tracy, and he goes, and that's how I met your mother. And the kids are like, what? You know, and he goes, I'm just kidding. But I was like, that's really funny. Like, they had the mom's name in there since season one. Okay. And they had, his, like, the kids, they had to, like, in advance, and because yeah. David, who played his son Luke, he was had his own career on Disney going, too. <laughs> Somewhat of a career. <laughs> I I'm looking He's at in Wizards of Waverly Place, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, yes. I thought so. Thought he looks familiar. Man, you're you're uh, making me want to watch this show again, even though I I don't think that needs to ever happen again. It's still good. Uh, I haven't watched it in a while, but like my wife was going through it last year, and I watched a few episodes with her, and I was like, yeah, this show's still pretty funny. Okay. And then Murderville on Netflix, which is I don't know if you guys have watched it, but it's Will Arnett, and he has different guest stars as like a homicide like his homicide detective partner and they have to like solve the murder and like one thing i didn't expect to see from it was that they like they don't give them a script so like you know he's like we've only watched two episodes between conan o'brien and marshawn lynch they don't give them a script but at the end of it they actually have to like you know pick pick who was the killer and You know, they get told if they were right or wrong. So they have to, like, pay attention to the clues and stuff. Like, while Will Arnett and everyone is kind of just, like, <laughs> improv around them and making them laugh. Like, they have to, like, figure out who was actually a killer. So that's been pretty fun to watch. I might have to take a look at that one. Where is it yeah. streaming at? Netflix. Oh, that one's, yeah, that one's on Netflix. Oh, yeah, Netflix. You said that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I... For some reason, I've been on a weird kick because last time we did one of these, what are you playing? Somebody had mentioned that they watched the Harry Potter anniversary, mm. which is like the mm. 20 year anniversary about it talks about all the movies and, you know, it you know interviews the actors, you know, looking back after all these years. And that got me and that got us into a weird kick where me and my wife have been watching. We watched Harry Potter one through five this last couple of weeks. I really don't like five. I don't at all. 
You know what's a secret? You know what the secret best Harry Potter movie is, and that's number two, the Chamber of great. Secrets. Yeah, Chamber of Secrets is really cool. That's that's probably my favorite so far. I don't like three. I don't really three's good, but I don't like it as much. Four, I don't care for. Five, I just is so depressing to me. Not because Voldemort's wrong, because Umbridge is a bitch. That was my worst part. Yeah. I just I don't like how evil she is, and she's. Tr- I just don't like that movie. Yeah, so. and I've actually I haven't I've only seen like the first two movies, and then bits and pieces of all the others. And I, I swear, when I would li- take uh, an MP3 player to my one job and listen through the audio books and all that, I swear, five is the only one that really makes my blood boil sometimes. <laughs> yeah, whoever they got to play Umbridge. Like they nailed. <laughs> mm-hmm. the best oh, villain yeah. ever. Yeah, it's a, I think that was Emma Dean Staunton. I She's think good at it. Yeah, she hated the part too. <laughs> well, the book was already written, so the script was. I mean, she knew who she'd get herself into. <laughs> right. It's Imelda Dean Imelda Staunton. But it is. It's one. Tough. Sorry, if I may. I've also been watching What We Do in the Shadows, the TV series. Have you guys watched that? <laughs> I have not. Oh man. It's uh, it's like a mockumentary and it follows like these four vampires that live in Staten Island. And it is just it's hilarious. Like I heard good things about it. Yeah, there's there's one episode where uh, it's like the season two premiere and uh, they're talking about what they did over the summer. And one of the vampires is like, I had a summer of self-discovery. I was turning into a vapor and I got sucked into the air purifier. <laughs> It's just, it's a really good gag. <laughs> I I highly recommend that. That's it's on Hulu. A lot of cussing and more blood than I thought was going to be for whatever reason in a vampire show. <laughs> Hulu's tough for me because all the ads make me just not want to use it. Mm. I when I, I choose to watch it, I do watch it. It irritates me. I think I saw one of the more interesting things though within the past month or so. I. Just satisfied my curiosity. I watched an episode of Frogger. Oh, no. Is this like a competition show or something? Yeah. They based it off the old arcade game of Frogger. It's a bit funny to watch. Uh, Who hosts that? Damon. I think Damon Wayans Jr. hosts it. Yeah. One of the hosts. This looks dumb as hell. (laughs) Yeah, the trailer looked dumb as hell. Yeah, but you still have to laugh at it. <laughs> I mean, I—I I mean, I can't—I—I I can't judge too hard because we, uh, when Mass Singer came out, we watched it ironically, and then we both like super got into it. <laughs> so, no, there's an audience for these things. I'm just—I'm not big into this type of stuff, but I get it. So I can't. I mean, I haven't watched much else of it, but I just found it a humorous way to adapt a video game. <laughs> into a competition game any way to make money i guess is it uh is it like uh what i want to say is it like a competition show where like each episode has different contestants or is it like the same contestants and then the challenges get harder you have the contestant different contestants each show and they each play a different course until the quote final course which is the boss rush or whatever (laughs) <laughs> they called it. I forget. And apparently, the best of the best will come are to play in a final game of the season. Okay. I mean, I it's a laugh. They get three chances to do the whole course from start to finish. Okay. Which 
I have to laugh at some of them <laughs> when I saw it. And I'm like, how are they? And I think, how are they supposed to get past that? They're not. That's the secret. No, actually, uh, some of them did get through some hmm. of those courses. I just, I can't watch any of those game shows. None of that stuff interests me at all. So I stay away from all of it. Yeah, I mean, some, I get sometimes watch some of the old game shows anymore, like on YouTube. Share them a bit with my daughter. And she's like, that's actually kind of interesting. <laughs> oh, and anybody, did you guys all watch, or anybody watch the Internals movie that came out on Disney Plus? No, I really okay. haven't it's gotten decent. the it's a decent movie. It is not really an MCU movie, even though it takes place in the MCU and it thinks it tries to be an MCU movie. It's not an MCU movie, in my opinion, but it's mm. it's pretty good. It's on, I, I didn't see it in theaters. It's the only MCU movie in years that I didn't see it in theaters, mainly because my wife refused to go with me to go see it. So I, I didn't want to go by myself. So I'm like, well, I'll just wait. And then I heard it was coming on Disney Plus. So I'm like, well, I'll just wait. But yeah, it's decent. I would recommend yeah. if you haven't seen it. Don't listen to all the bad reviews. Just go in with an open mind and it's actually a pretty good film. It's just not That's what just, you really have to do with any film anymore. Well, yes, but even more so with this one, because like it doesn't, it is not a actiony type movie. It's more of a drama. Yes, there's actiony because it's Marvel, but it doesn't completely fit into the Marvel timeline as well. I mean, yes, they make it fit and they do stuff, but it's just, it's a very different experience. Right? But so that's, it's, it's not what you expect. It's more drama and less like big actiony scenes. Yeah, I can and, see that. But it's, it's it's a good movie. So I just wanted to bring that up. Oh, Rich, any other things you want to mention that you watched? Well, most of the stuff I end up watching anymore has been on YouTube. And okay. again, it all just depends on the mood I'm in. I mean, I listen to podcasts, too, and I <laughs> read books. <laughs> I don't read any, unfortunately. But speaking of books, did you guys watch the book of Bubba Fett? No, but I read spoilers. <laughs> I, mean, I don't have time. Anything like, I want to know about a, a Star Wars thing, I'll read it. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't have time to keep up. Like, um, it's it's tough for me to even keep up with like MCU movies. So like the shows and like the Star Wars extended universe shows, I'm just like, I'll just I'll just read the spoilers and <laughs> a book get of Boba Fett. It's it's we're gonna take this 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 guy who was who was you know who's a great mercenary or we think was, and we're gonna turn him into a into a dad. Pretty much, and make them nice and cool. Odd, you know. I did see something like that. That bo- the uh, the book of Boba Fett made uh, done as a '90s sitcom. It's it's worth it watching. I, Fett House. <laughs> it's def it's definitely worth watching. It's not my favorite. Like Mandalorian is definitely better, and the best episodes of Book of Boba Fett include the Mandalorian. So, <laughs> but it's it's not bad. Like I'm glad it exists because it brings Boba Fett back into the Star Wars canon again. So that's great, but you know, I was I was thinking about that this morning as I washed some dishes. Uh, I was thinking that just like kind of, and I know that other people have had this take, and they're kind, you know, like way before me. But I'm just kind of over them, like selling me the cool shit from my childhood. Like, you know, I'm kind of just like, you know, like just. Uh, and it kind of stems from Rise of Skywalker because that is just like a movie that I saw in theaters and I was like, yeah, it was fine. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, why can't, can't. they just leave the Skywalkers alone? Like, you just, that's you a know? movie you watch once and never think about it again. Yeah. Like, and, and like I said, I know a lot of other people have had this take, but like the Mandalorian season one, I thought was cool because it was like, yeah, this is stuff I haven't seen Star Wars do is just a bounty hunter show, you know? And then 
they're like, oh, but what if we got Boba Fett back? But also, he's the worst person in his own show. <gasps> and it's like, <sighs> come on. It's you know? not like, wrong. I mean, I still like it. And there's a really funny joke where he rides a Rancor and he's like, ah, I've ridden monsters 10 times the size. And all I could think of was the holiday special. And I started laughing because <laughs> he rides a giant monster in that terrible holiday special cartoon. <laughs> but so to me, I was like, OK, no, it, it's decent. I'm actually going to have a whole review show coming up hopefully next month. That's going to that we're going to deep dive into Book of Boba Fett. But I mean, it, I'm gl- I'm very glad it exists. And there's two of the shows I want to mention that I've watched real quick. One is I I finished watching my re my rewatch of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Great my show. God, that show is amazing. I should so damn that line. It's I mean I I watched it like ten years ago and I didn't appreciate the way I appreciate it now. And I mean there's an episode all about PTSD about a guy who loses his leg in but in the future they just make him a new leg and he's fine but he's just not okay like he can't recover no. from what happened. Yeah. There's so many good episodes like, oh, where they're ready to surrender in order because if they surrender, they'll save more lives. And if they fight like it's it's such a good show. It is amazing. I think DS9 might be my favorite. Oh, yeah. Of, of the series. But I'm rewatching and I'm also rewatching Next Generation. The first season, the first 10 episodes are complete garbage of Next Generation. Garbage. And then it gets good. At episode 11, data lower and on, it, it starts to pick up. But. Ooh, it was yeah. bad at first. I, I I watched DS9 when it had come out, pretty much. And I don't know if you know about it. There is a Facebook group on... There's a Facebook group devoted to O'Brien. <laughs> O'Brien's great. The same picture of O'Brien every day. That's funny. And it has captions on the pictures. It's, <laughs> it was okay. sort of deal like the same sort of... Let me see if I can bring up one of them. Okay, while you're looking, uh, Nate, any other shows, your movies you want to mention? No, not okay. really. Um, yeah, no, just... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Did you find the thing you were talking about? Yep, I found it. The same photo of Chief O'Brien every day. Computer, where's the nearest Vulcan on DS9? I need them to mind meld with me so I can remember why I came into this room. Okay. Or, uh, happy va- uh, for, for Valentine's Day. This was for Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone except Commander Riker. He knows what he did. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> That's dumb, but funny. Should I be concerned that Quark is making me sign a liability waiver in order to use his latest Holosuite program? Yes. Any uh, other things you want to mention that you watched or movies or TV shows? No, not TV show-wise. I mean, and you don't read, so I guess I shouldn't mention the book I've been reading. <laughs> Okay. Actually, if you do read, though, I do recommend if you want a good laugh, get something like Discworld. That's a good laugh for anybody. I, I don't read, unfortunately. I, I need to. I just eh, too busy. You know, even if you listen to the audiobooks, it's funny, too. I can't do that. Not the same. <laughs> I can't do audiobooks, unfortunately. Yeah. I can't pay attention enough. Well, alone. I, so I do audiobooks from time to time because just sometimes it's how I, the only reason way I get to experience some books. I once listened to uh, an audio, a Star Wars audiobook after like Force Awakens came out, and it—I don't remember what it was called, but it was like the first book that kind of centered around uh, Princess Leia. And uh, the person reading it tried to do a Han Solo impression, oh, and I was—I stopped it right there, and I said, <laughs> "Nope." <laughs> I, I I did. I've only done two audiobooks: A Wheel of Time, Eye of the World, which I've already read multiple times at that point. And Star Wars: Heir to the Empire. 
I think of audio books that I have. Uh, I have a whole bunch of them. One that really got me into reading the books itself was for, for the Dresden Files. Oh. And I had to point out to my wife, the person reading this is the guy who played Spike. Oh, and, and Cobb Vue. Oh. Yeah, and he does a very good job giving everybody a different voice. I think only one book they didn't have him read, but he really does help sell the scenes. And even when you read them after the fact, it still gives you a good vision. I mean, I still remember the one chapter in the sixth book. To as I explained, he's having a fight with the what is the tradition what we would view as the traditional vampire. You know, Mark, not sparkly, half decayed corpse, <laughs> something like that. They're having a battle with another set of, uh, well, another set of vampires that are more like Incubi and Succubi. And in the middle of this fight, a major curse is about to strike somebody down. So Dresden manages to intercept the curse and channel it to one of the vampires, which causes somehow a turkey to come out of a plane somewhere high up in the air come barreling down and literally stake the vampire, causing Ooh, the vampire to okay. fall to the ground, and the meat thermometer goes, Ding! I'm good. Uh, and then it's like, the battle stopped for a moment, like, they're like, oh, did that actually happen? Did that actually happen? And I have one question for you, Nate, because I know where Richard was when we went on Sunday night, we were recording a podcast. Did you watch the big game of the year? No. Okay. If you mean big game of the year by <laughs> the back of my eyelids. Then yes, <laughs> uh, I, I watched one quarter of it and then I went to go record. But I just I had to ask that question. All right, and the last thing I want to have is because every every time we do one of these, what do you play in episode? I like to wrap up with something that we all seen. And so there's one thing that everybody's been talking about this week that I have to mention because I'm a Marvel fan. Uh, the trailer for Doctor Strange two dropped. Yes, and I am so excited for this movie as a big Marvel fan of comics and everything. Like all the stuff that looks to be hidden in this trailer has me so excited. So I watched watched it because of some of the things I started seeing cycle around, go around Facebook about it. So I had to actually watch it. And yeah, I could actually say that I'd want to go see, see it. If I, depending on what more I find out about it, it looks hella good. Um, my biggest question on it is that we know it was originally supposed to come out before No Way Home, but then COVID had to like reshuffle oh. it. So I wonder if it is still going to be, if it's still going to chronologically take place before No Way Home, or if it is going, if they like, because I know they had to rewrite some stuff in No Way Home so that it would make sense. Oh, okay, I would. I'm assuming after I would when you watch the trailer because I know you just watched it just now. You didn't have the sound on, correct? No, I did have the sound on. Okay, one yeah. of the voices in that trailer. Did you recognize it? That was not better than Cumberbatch. I did. I did not recognize it, but when that trailer released, uh, oh. my group chat was just like, "Whoa, dude, what?" It's and I was Patrick like, "Patrick Stewart." Yeah, yeah, that's but why I, did not I, recognize I, it. I watched it because I heard that. Is basically going to say that all the X Men films are part of the multiverse. Mm-hmm. And as a guy who covered all the MCU movies from the Infinity Saga, I'm like, oh fuck, here we go. Now I got to do Spider Man and X Men, maybe. So I was going to anyway, but it made me go, okay. <laughs> do you know which one you're watching yet? <laughs> no, I have a poll going actually at the time you're hearing this to decide if we're going to watch Venom or Amazing Spider Man, and right now they're so tied. Or Spider Man One or 
Black Widow, just because. I haven't seen Black Widow. But wouldn't you eventually watch Black Widow for your extended MCU (laughs) universe, Mike? We kind of finished it. We did the whole Infinity Saga, and that was kind of the end of it. But I still do. Like, I did WandaVision not that long ago, so we'll see. But it's hard. That part of the trailer, she proves a good point. I'm not going to say she's wrong about it. I still don't. After House of M, I uh, after I heard about the ho- events of House of M, I'm like, you bitch. <laughs> what but is there's a tentacle eyeball monster? Sumagorath. Yes. Yeah. Everybody knows. Everybody knows Sumagorath. I was just testing. He's in the Marvel vs. Capcom game. I never yeah. played those. I've, okay. I've, For those that alive, have, I played Marvel vs. Capcom two. I don't remember seeing him in there. <laughs> I remember is, playing the first one in the arcades. He's in a bunch of them. For some reason, he was in the Marvel vs. Capcom games, where he would have been like a very un. He's a very small villain that he was just there for some reason. And they must have thought someone probably thought he looks cool. Let's put him in the game. But yeah, then they put him in the trailer. My assumption is he's only in this one part of that movie, and that's it. I'm not. He's, I'm assuming he's 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 not going to be around long. Okay, let's see. But they're going to um, fight him in that scene, and then he's dead. You think? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think it's a trick. Spoilers for Suicide Squad, but they had Starro. <laughs> yes, yeah. but the fact that in the second trailer they show what with, that people think is the Illuminati, that could be more of the villain in this movie. Or w- And I also think Evil Doctor Strange will be more of the villain. I, I think Shumagorath is there just to throw people off in the trailer. I thought Doctor Strange is evil twin that everybody knows is named Mr. Weird. I thought he was the villain. Have you seen uh, What If? Marvel What If show? No. It's bad, but <laughs> there's a good Doctor Strange episode in there that I'm assuming is going to be what's going what to what's gonna play off of. Okay. But no, this show is tough to watch. I don't recommend it. I lied. I watched the first episode with uh, the Captain America. It's okay. That one's okay. And I was like, it just felt great. like it just moved too fast. And I was like, oh, well, we only had 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah the second Marvel one is what good. Ifs, and Marvel what if stories usually were limited to one issue. Yeah, I, I I can't recommend them. The whole what if show. I mean, I watched all of it. I didn't really like it. But I think Multiverse of Madness is going to play with stuff from that. It could. It could. I mean, yeah, I, I, I haven't <clears> watched <throat> it either. I have the ability to watch it. Yeah, that's what it should, but. Uh, I only ever had like two what if comics and it was usually around characters I actually liked. There's some that are worth a lot of money right now. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have those comics comics, anymore. I kick myself for not buying some of those. So, yeah, I still had to get rid of a lot of them when we needed money. I have boxes of comics, but I don't buy anymore. I lost Mm. interest. (laughs) But no, the the trailer just has me really excited, like especially after No Way Home, which was amazing mm-hmm. i am very excited to see where dr strange is gonna go so i'm, well, I'm the, really happy with it accessing the whole multiverse oh there's so many does. places they can go yeah i mean i love the fact that they're making the you know like you know the spider-man movies are now kind are part of the mcu in in a sense like i love the fact that that's happening and i'm hoping that's gonna be the same with x-men also just because why not why not merge them all together in, in one shape or form I'm trying to just now look up like the Amalgam Comics universe, since that's was basically merging both. I just you had me thinking about this. I want. I'm trying to remember what universe that is in the Marvel multiverse. <laughs> I got nothing. But yeah, a lot of people are excited for Schumacher. That's that's what I wanted to say too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and I kick myself for never buying his comic because it was worth nothing, Part- and now it's worth a lot of money. Particularly <laughs> me, world's number one biggest Sumagorath fan. Hey, if you played Marvel vs. Capcom, you might like him. That's what people like him for. Mike, the only thing I remember from Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is, go take you for a ride. Well, like, repeat ad, infi- ad infinitum. <laughs> Repeating. Sumagorath was in Marvel Superheroes as a playable. <laughs> debuted in marvel superheroes and is a playable character in marvel superheroes versus street fighter marvel versus Captain. yeah he's he's around for a long time all right i think that's about everything that we need to talk about from this past month because i mean there was a super bowl but who cares about that crap on spoiler alert the Bengals did not win (laughs) you know three days later how's it for the Bengals? I like a spoiler alert for the Super Bowl, but uh, spoiler alert for also Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Spider Man's the one that might add a spoiler as not as a joke, but oh well. Yeah. Uh, just, I mean, at this point, if you don't know that, you know, Tobey Maguire's in Spider Man No Way Home, you apparently don't have the internet. So, <laughs> I mean, it's been all over the internet for months at this point, even though the movie just came out in December. It's been everywhere. So, I don't feel like I'm spoiling anything. So, all right, we should wrap this up. First, I want to thank you two for joining me. And Richard, where can people find you at? Well, people can find me on YouTube. I go by the handle Rich Kale on YouTube. I have a bunch of videos and playthroughs and reading through fix that I've written over the years. And you can find me also find my stuff all up on Comic Vine. You can find it on Archive of Your Own. I usually go by Rich Skits Kale on those two. And, well, I have stuff up on fanfiction.net. Which is all under my actual name. <laughs> so okay. you can find all my stuff up there. I've been doing stuff like that for decades. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yep. Oh. All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, you can find all our other episodes. Every month we do what another what are you playing? We've been doing this for almost a year, actually. It's getting close to a year. I think March or April is a year I've been doing this. So getting close. Yeah, you are getting close to it. I mean, yeah. That's why when I named the files, I got to put the year at the end. I'm like, oh, this kept going. <laughs> put years. So uh, yeah, this is actually out. your 10th one. We're getting close. And then go check out all that. We do movies, comics, and games. We do all sorts of episodes where we cover different things. So definitely go check that out. If you can't find something in there, go to Podbean. You will find all our episodes. You can download it there because not everything is on Spotify or iTunes because it only goes back so far. And I want to give a shout I recommend... The Dead Space 2 episode. Oh. <laughs> I feel like that, that did not get enough listens or mentions. It did not. It did not a good get one. I recently listened to it uh, again because I am part narcissist. <laughs> and, uh, it's a good episode and a good game. I had it downloaded and then I just never, you know, listened to it. And then I listened to it and it is a good episode. It is a good game. I recommend any of the episodes. Ah, there we go. I also recommend five and ninety. (laughs) Rich Rich is a true fan because he's like everything is good, and I'm like, listen to this episode I was on. (laughs) What I'm on because it's really good. (laughs) Uh, And I also want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena at Hell Hath Fury. You can find her on TikTok. As I mentioned earlier, we do have a Patreon. You can vote in our monthly polls for as little as a dollar. Go check that out. And I want to give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who did the MCU with me, who started his own podcast, The Gamer Looks at 40. Definitely go check out his show. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. Only audio, but we are on YouTube, so check us out there. And I, that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.